0: thank you for tuning in to the Miracle Workers podcast. My name is Hayden and I have Emma Grace and Shenandoah here with me and today we're going to be talking a little bit about the history of income taxes in different states that don't impose an income tax and how that affects the different tax implication for those given states. So to start us off, Shenandoah is going to give us a brief history of income taxes.
1: Thanks Hayden. The history of income tax is full of war, debate, and politics. For the purposes of this discussion, the focus will be on the United States' story. Income tax is a relatively new topic in American history. It made its first appearance in 1861 to help fund the Civil War. This tax was only imposed on those who made at least $800 of annual income. This is equivalent to about $25,000 in today's dollars. Ten years later, when the war concluded, the income tax was lifted. Then, about 20 years after its end, income tax made a reappearance, this time during the economic panic of 1893. However, only one year later it was declared an unconstitutional, direct tax on citizens. Fast forward about 15 years to 1909, when President Taft asked Congress to revise the existing tariffs. For context, public revenue was primarily generated through import tariffs the concept of tariffs became increasingly contested and political. Some saw it as providing protectionism to certain favored industries, as rates could be selectively applied to the foreign competitors. Others saw this protectionism as a benefit to American business. The majority of the Senate at the time remained in favor of these tariffs. A Democratic senator from Texas proposed a lateral federal income tax as an alternative revenue stream with the hope of less reliance on tariffs. When this senator was absent one day, the revised tariff schedule was approved, throwing his plan out the window. As a concession, his opponent allowed the constitutional concession for an income tax, removing barriers for it in the future. Four years later, as the pro-tariff majority fell from power, the 1913 Underwood Tariff Act reduced the tariff rate schedule and implemented a subsidiary income tax. At the time, the top rate was 7%. With the advent of World War I, this rate increased to help fund the war. After the war in 1925, rates settled at 25% on incomes above 100,000 or 1.5 million in today's terms. Less than 10 years later, in the midst of the Great Depression, President Hoover raised it to 63% on income over $1 million, or $17 million today. Since then, the debate about income tax rages on, strong as ever. Today the personal income tax imposition can be found in Internal Revenue Code Section 1. And that is the brief history on how tariffs, sneaky politics, and world wars contributed to the rise of income tax. Now I will turn it over to my friend Emma Grace to introduce the next topic.
2: Now that Shenandoah has highlighted the history of income tax, we want to now focus on the specifics of income tax in today's world. I first want to discuss income tax in the United States and which states require income taxes and which states do not require income taxes. According to Investopedia, Alaska, Florida, Nevada, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Washington, and Wyoming do not levy state income taxes, while New Hampshire doesn't tax earned wages. All other states that were not mentioned have income tax. As you will see later on in our podcast, the states that do not impose income taxes have higher tax rates for other types of taxes to compensate for the money not received from the income taxes. Regarding how affordable a state is to live in, it is evident through a multitude of research that even though the states mentioned above have no income tax, they have a higher cost of living. For example, Alaska has an affordability rating of 45, which is extremely high looking at a scale with one representing the most affordable. Washington, a state that also has no income tax, has an affordability rate of 44. Then Nevada, another state with no income tax, has an affordability rating of 42. The list goes on, ending with South Dakota, a state with no income tax that has the lowest affordability rating of 14 out of all of the states with no income tax. So, as you can see, the idea of living in a state with no income tax can sound appealing. However, there are certain taxes or cost of living implications that make up for this sometimes temporarily appealing factor. So now that we have discussed the states that do not have income taxes, let's now discuss the types of taxes that are higher in the states that do not have income tax. One of the first types of taxes that is higher in the states with no income taxes are property taxes. Let's first discuss which states have higher than normal property taxes. Florida, for example, has a property tax rate higher than the national average according to bankrate.com. Paying the third highest property taxes out of all of the states with no income tax is New Hampshire, with Texas paying the fourth highest property taxes. However, you're probably wondering which state that doesn't have income taxes pays the highest property taxes. That state is New Hampshire. 63.8% of all of the revenue that New Hampshire earns comes from property taxes, which is an unbelievable percentage and the most out of any state in the United States. Now that some interesting statistics are known about states with high property taxes, let's discuss why those states have such high property taxes. According to the Tax Foundation, property taxes boil down to the value of the house or building on the property itself. If the value of the house or building is very high, then the property tax rate will follow. There are a few ways that these property taxes are imposed. First. There is a tax rate for every $1,000 in value of the property. The second way property taxes can be imposed is a particular percentage of the market value of the property. Now that more information is known about property taxes and how they are higher in states that do not impose income taxes, let's look at another type of tax rate that is higher than the average. Now I'll turn it over to my friend Hayden to talk about sales taxes.
0: So another way that states without income taxes tend to make up for lost tax income is through increased sales taxes. Of the eight states the immigrants listed earlier that don't have income taxes, Florida, Nevada, Tennessee, Texas, and Washington all have above the national average state sales tax. Tennessee actually has the second highest state sales tax in the country with a rate of 7%. Most states fall between 4% and 7%, with the average falling right around 5.09%. There are five states that actually don't impose a sales tax at all, and two of those happen to also be states that don't have an income tax, which are Alaska and New Hampshire. So I guess they actually aren't using the strategy of making up taxes through sales tax like other states. Each state has their set sales tax, which is then combined with various local sales taxes to make up the combined sales tax rate. So even if you're living in one of these states with a higher state sales tax rate, you can still get lucky with lower sales taxes depending on the local rate imposed in your city. Now Shenandoah is going to talk about how state fees are increased in states that do not impose an income tax.
1: Often, other fees are raised in states that do not have income tax. Things like state park fees, licenses, and other less thought out taxes. For example, in New Hampshire, while they do not have an income tax, they have a 5% tax on interest and dividend income that exceeds certain limits. Another example is South Dakota that imposes a bank franchise tax, yet does not have an income tax. Additionally, to raise revenue in place of personal income taxes, states like Alaska and Wyoming tax natural resources like oil. I'll toss it back over to Hayden to finish us off.
0: So, although federal income taxes are not escapable, we have learned that there are nine states where state income tax is. It is no secret that no one likes paying income taxes, or any taxes for that matter. But, are you really saving that much on taxes by choosing to live in any of these states? In some situations, it might be beneficial to move to one of these states. For example, if you have a really high income, then it is a no-brainer to want to be taxed less on your higher income. But with that comes higher taxes in other ways. It is important to also look into other tax implications that could have a great effect on how much tax you pay. Property and sales taxes can quickly surpass and outweigh the benefits of not having the income taxes if you live in a state where those are at the higher end of the spectrum. The bottom line is states without income tax still need to collect taxpayer money somehow, so it is important to know and understand the tax implications of your state and how it will affect your own personal financial situation. Thank you for listening to our podcast.